Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Feedback and Insights, Sheer number 96. Today we're going to talk about being yourself and embracing differences. Uh, a lot of this is taken from a wonderful book called Inside Marriage by Miriam Castle. And it's a, it's a real foundational Sheer pertaining to growing and in marriage in particular. Um, and once we have an understanding of this, it could help greatly in enhancing marriages and understanding what marriage is all about and coming to terms with what the reality is and being at peace with it and by doing so, thriving in your marriage in a real deep, wonderful way. Because in marriage, more than any, any other matzah a person is in, you meet up with differences, core differences between your personal self and the human being that is with you, your husband and wife that is with you in your marriage. These differences, particularly in marriage, are meant to stretch you, to expand you, to cause you to grow. And by being your different selves, your, the husband being the, his best potential who he is, and the wife being the, her best potential who she is, they facilitate each other's growth. Not by pushing on each other or nagging on each other, but simply by healthy communication and growing together, they actually facilitate each other's growth. It is challenging, and that is one thing that we're not, unfortunately, we're not prepared for when we go into marriage. Um, and that causes a lot of difficulty because we have this unrealistic expectation and not really understanding what's going on. Because very often, this is the very first time in many people's lives, where they hit this challenge, the core challenge um, that they didn't experience before, when you encounter someone that you have to be live with 24-7, be very close with, and you encounter a person that has different opinions and different sensitivities and different preferences, different parenting approaches, different communication styles, different living habits, different social styles, different minhagim, family traditions, different tastes and different natures. Now, even though this is the most obvious thing in the world, but it catches people by surprise. When people get married, they first come in, it creates surprise and confusion. And they try to make their husband or wife in their own image. They want them to conform to them. Some people do that. Other people try to become their spouse, meaning they, they try to conform overly conform to their husband or wife. Either way is not healthy. It is not healthy to be stubborn and to be, um, this is my way or the highway, and force your spouse to, to your line of thinking and approach. That's very unhealthy. The opposite is not healthy either, to be mevatled yourself completely and nullify your, your essence and your personality and your feelings and conform to everything of your spouse's world in your marriage, that is also not healthy. What is healthy? The healthy is the healthy balance between the two, which is the ability to be yourself and at the same time to embrace your husband and wife's differences along with their similarities to you. And... What people have a hard time doing is that they have a hard time holding a sense of self once they start living with someone else because you have someone else, your husband or your wife, 
that has a reality that is different than your own reality, and it's very, very um, jarring for many people. And if you just conform and just say, I'm just going to live that reality, whatever my spouse does, and I'm just going to follow their lead, uh, that then they lose themselves. They lose their own healthy identity. And that is rough. Later you, you hop that, and, and that's very painful. And you have to climb back to learn how to gain yourself within a marriage. So people have that problem, and then they have the other problem. They have the opposite problem of being overly dominant. So, which means that everything has to align with their own sensibilities. And you sort of, in direct or indirect way, try to get your spouse to come into your world and conform to you. Um, And by doing that also, the marriage loses its vitality. It becomes a boredom, a frustration, and... um, he, she calls it a colonizer because you're basically trying to colonize, bring other territory into, annex them into your territory by basically annulling their personality and world to conform to your personality and your world. And that is very, very unhealthy. And the key really is, and it's important from the onset of marriage, we should be mechanech, our children who are going into marriage this way, and the people who are already married even for a long time, we just reframe and we work on it and it will get a lot better. Which is to train from the outset that marriage asks both things from you. It wants you to hold the sense of yourself. That you have your own identity, your own feelings, your own neshama. But you make room for your husband or wife. And together you create a combined unit, which is the home, to conform and help and make real both of your realities in a, in, a, in a healthy way. You take aspects of your the best of you and the best of your wife, the best of you and the best of your husband, and you weave that tapestry in the fabric of your home in order to learn from each other, to influence each other, to benefit from each other from your different strengths, and to provide each other support when, when the weaknesses that you have. And as years go by, if you do that, do that, then you will feel a certain wholeness in the marriage. You will feel a shlemus in the marriage as you both grow, as you both develop individually. And you deepen your marriage at the same time. It's a paradox, but it's both true. By working towards allowing both your individual self to exist and bringing in the reality and embracing the world of your husband and your wife... What you are doing is developing as an individual person and at the same time deepening your marriage. And you let each other know by doing so who you both actually are, as different as you may be from one another. And you develop into having a most beautiful, wonderful relationship and a certain oneness that comes from both, from being your individual selves and also being partnerships in the we, in the combining of your resources together. And the truth be told, if people are afraid of this, they need to understand that on an absolute basic human level, there are more similarities between husband and wife than there are differences. Even physically, you have more in common with your husband and wife as much as we're physically different, males and females. You have a lot more in common than you have differences. 
psychologically as well, spiritually as well. Each of you has a a body that needs to be maintained, that can get sick, that can get hurt or disappoint. Each of you has ranges of emotion and each of you is given that work by HaKadosh Baruch Hu to master them. Each of you are a Eved Takadish Baruch Hu. You're a servant to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You're a child of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Each of you strive to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu with all the challenges that any Avedis Hashem represents. So while it's true that in marriage you may see big differences that loom large, that sometimes could be challenging, but you need to realize, and this helps a lot, that the similarities are even greater, and there needs to be a conscious focus on that in order to not shrink your husband or wife into identity that, um, you know, into putting her in a box or putting him in a box and ignoring the rest of the aspects of your husband or your wife. There is an ordinary human feelings, a certain humanness of a bus of a dumb that applies to both you and your husband together with the rest of the world that brings you together, that connects the two of you and brings also a host of challenges and ways to navigate around those challenges. And accepting that allows you to make more room, not only for your husband or wife, but for yourself as well. When you realize how alike you are, it's easier not to mistreat each other. And it's easier to appreciate that this is the what Hashem, how Hashem made you, and this is how Hashem made your husband, how Hashem made your wife. And Hashem wants us to learn how to be good to each other, just like He's good to us. Those are uniform, universal things that transcend any possible difference that you see between yourself and your wife, between yourself and your husband. When you allow yourself to appreciate that sheer territory, then that difference could actually enhance the union between the two, could deepen the union. It creates a greater closeness, a greater depth, because each one is stretching themselves. They're stretching their individual personalities and they want to get to know each other. They want to understand each other. And with HaKadosh Baruch Hu's help, your marchiv, your own world, your world becomes enriched. This is what people fail to see often, that as much as the challenges of the differences could be, when you work through them, and you en- then what happens is, is you enhance and deepen your own world because of your husband or your wife that shares that world with you and integrates healthy parts of their world to you. And even if there are differences where you need to take a stand and there is communication about that and there needs to be a discussion about it or there's some issues like all couples have that they have to iron out, that they have to work through, that doesn't stop the overflowing and the regular flow of the relationship. Because if you are opposing one another in a particular concept that you're arguing about, it comes from an authentic knowing and expression of your truth. If you're doing that, then there's a way to create that dynamic that both of you could be influenced by that truth and work together to get to a point where you both mavakish the same MS and come to that same goal.
And sometimes you need to accept the differences. Sometimes you need to work through the differences. Sometimes you need to confront them. But all of these are normal in marriage. All of these are with the potential that you can grow within the relationship tremendously. So that's one big concept about being yourself and embracing your differences. Another big concept in marriage and in life is that all these things that we talk about, about learning these skills of all these Shalom Bayesh and so on, they all take time. And what happens is, is you come into the chuppah and, you th- and no one's prepared. It's a tremendous task. It's a lifetime work. And very often, you know, you were programmed before marriage opposite what is, what is needed in marriage. What is needed in marriage? Our openness. Some people are not open. Honesty. Some people are not honest. Vulnerability. This is a real tough one. Very people, people are not vulnerable. And a closeness. Some people just stay distant from one another. So we need to understand all these things. Many have an unrealistic fantasy about what marriage is supposed to look like and to be like. And that's also a problem. And every, some, maybe often people come into chuppah with an overload of expectations. There's a great line that she writes. An overload of expectations and an underload of skills. We have patterns of behavior that will take time. Weeks, months, sometimes years of conscious work to shift it. And that's okay. That reality needs to be met with an understanding and patience and a willingness to slowly undo those defensiveness aspects of the unhealthy behaviors that you have and to grow. So no matter how long you're married or short you're married, it makes no difference. The fact that it will take time to work through this is something to be expected. It's something normal. But you don't just you just t- take it day by day and you work through it day by day. Connection does not happen on its own. Chemistry is very short-lasting. The, the, the real true connection is built over time. How is it built through over time? Through thousands and thousands of little moments with each other. A deep and abiding friendship that marriage offers is based on a mutual trust. It's based on honesty. It's based on understanding. It's based on ongoing development emotionally and spiritually. That's how you build a bias never be Yisrael. So what we're saying here is that patience is everything. As you're working hard, not to be impatient, to realize everything will grow and blossom in its own time. You can't expect when you have a plant that needs to be, you know, that, that seeds in the ground and you pour water and, and the sun comes out and you scream, grow, grow, grow. It's supposed to grow into a tree. It'll take months, sometimes a year, year, more than that, to grow into that tree. You can't force the process. You're doing everything you can, and part of life is to row that boat gently, together. The stream of life can't be forced, can't be pressured, can't be hurried. There needs to be, like we talk about in Ravzalek Pliskin's Shiorim on Serenity, it needs to be not hurried with Menuchas HaNefesh. And a lot of the Avodah happens out of sight. You tell HaKadosh Baruch Hu, basically, I'm watering for today what I need to water today. I am planting the seed that I need to plant the seed. The rest is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's unconscious. It's behind the scenes. And the roots grow and it starts developing.
And that's basically what it is. You need to acknowledge the fact. You look a month later, you look back. Yes, we see the spark of improvement here. Our relationship is ripening into something healthy. We are appreciating what we have gone through. This is also very important. A couple needs to learn how to appreciate what they have gone through, no matter how bumpy their road was. You honor the journey that you're on together. Look at the bigger long-term picture. I'm going to grow. We're going to grow together. And you work towards it day in and day out. You're not expected to do the Avaida other than today. If you focus on the present, you will will accomplish a tremendous thing. And here is one thing. I'm going to say this sentence that she writes, and listen carefully, that husband and wife are uniquely situated to reveal a dimension of Hashem's light and glory that can only come through a union of masculine and feminine that makes that, mar- that marriage makes possible. Which means like this, HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the husband and the wife uniquely different, masculine and feminine energy, both dimensions of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's light. In Kabbalah, it's Kutche Baruch Hu There's a Yichud. And only in marriage you could do this. You're walking beside each other for a lifetime. And by doing so, you're making a home for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So it's a long-term effort that allows for a development of friendship, companionship, support that is deep and greatest potential for the greatest delight and the greatest depth and the most beautiful way a marriage can possibly be. As Kahela says, translating, enjoy life with the wife whom you love all the days of your life, that Hashem has given you under the sun, and so on. So you see from here, the lessons that we are t- taught about today. Number one is to be yourself and at the same time embrace your differences. We talked a lot about that. And number two, which is very, very important, is you do your daily work and you work hard. You both work hard towards it. But don't get discouraged when you don't see results right away. Don't get discouraged when a lot of the... It's like when you're watering a plant and planting seeds that a lot of the ripening is still under the ground. It's like someone who is starting a diet and losing weight. And in the beginning, it's rough going because they see very little results. They look the same way. They feel the same way. And three weeks has passed and you've actually eaten healthier and all that, but you don't see the results yet. It's easy to just drop it and say, I give up. In the meantime, you have to hold strong and say, I may not see results right now, but it's happening. I'm eating healthier. It's going to change. Things are going to get better. I'm going to feel better. And it may take a month, two months, three months till you feel somewhat better. And even then you may say to yourself, this was a long haul. This is like, you know, it's taking a long time. I want to be the way I want in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in an instant. But life doesn't work that way. And that is the Indian of patience. And that's the Indian of Savlonis. And in marriage, it's the same way. Work together on marriage skills. Never give up. Keep on davening. Every day, Shalom Bayas. Work on it every day. But don't get frustrated when you don't see immediate results. Don't get frustrated if time elapsed and you see almost nothing. Patience is everything. Don't force anything. Don't pressure anything. Realize you're on the right track. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to help you. And ultimately, you're going to see results. This is the way the world is made. That's part of the Avedis Hashem. A lot of our life is 
on how we deal with the waiting aspects of things. The waiting, when you have children in Shaduchim and you're waiting for them to get married, you don't get hysterical. You use even that waiting period in a most meaningful way. Halila shouldn't happen to anyone. So when we're awaiting on, you know, results of a serious medical te- uh, a test of some serious medical issues and so on, things like that. So what do you do in the waiting period? A lot of life is where you can't force the process and you have to go through the regular mahalach of life in order to get to where you're going and in marriage it's as well. You work every day what you need to work on and you have patience and you're patient with each other and you love each other. Like we said, you honor the journey that you're on together. Be yourself and embrace those differences and by that you will have a wholesome, beautiful marriage. Brochen